Welcome podcast listeners back to the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson and this episode we're going to look at the full 2023 results that iRacing have posted. So just like the results iRacing have sent us all, the individual um, annual stats for how many laps you have done, etc., etc., into our email boxes, iRacing have now um, gave us some uh, insights into their performance for the year. And basically that's as the drivers um, using iRacing, if you like. So this information uh, is readily available. Uh, I think it was on Twitter, but if you go to the online racedriver.com website, you can see the article and all information. So the article is really, really good, actually. It, it starts with iRacing, his stats show some impressive numbers. And guess what? They're not wrong. With a total of 501,657,697 laps completed over the last 12 months. Now, that's an impressive number just on itself. Then when you look at the number of total events, that is 1,565,866. Um, so those numbers are eye-popping eye and mind-boggling. That probably isn't even the hosted events. That is the public, open, uh, and um, fixed uh, races that we all participate in every day. Um, so what else does the article say? Unique drivers. So I've looked for some stats for 2022 to see if this same report came out and and we had something to compare, but unfortunately I couldn't find it. However, unique drivers for 2023, 297,749 with a total drivers, 23 million six thousand five hundred and two now that is a massive massive yeah number of drivers ranked events nine hundred and seventy nine thousand two hundred and seventy seven ranked events folks you know, so that is where we're all gaining or losing I rating. Unranked events, 122,280. And it has got some stats for hosted events. So again, another impressive number, just shy of half a million at 464,309. Just think about what the hosted events are. These are practice events with your communities and we run community events every friday evening here are here on the 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 channel um 
That is your league events, your private league events, if you're into your league racing. That is your weekly uh, Let's Drive with Dave Cam things going off and people like that. So that is really taking off. With a total events of 1,565,866. Now we're getting into some real big numbers in the next little bit. We're going to talk about laps completed, folks. Now, I can't remember my stats, but I'm going to have a quick look. So my personal stats were... 2,358 laps driven in total for 2023. Now that's me as a one of the 23 million drivers on iRacing in 2023. The, the laps completed by all of his drivers. Here we go, folks. 501,657,000. 697. Wow, that is a massive number of laps on iRacing, folks. I'm sure you all agree. Just over half a billion laps. Now, they've converted that into miles. Um, so when they've converted those laps into miles, and I'm sure that is all different kinds of tracks or ovals, circuits, uh, dirt ovals, etc., etc., Miles race, folks. Here we go. 918,900,308.57. So really very, very, very close to a billion miles raced by us, the iRacers, in 2023 on the wonderful sim that we all love. Um that's massive, massive numbers. Hours raced. Okay. It doesn't tell me how many hours raced I've done, but I'm sure my wife will say a lot too many. Hours raced by us, the iRacers. Here we go. 8,742,127.69 hours raced. Again, massive, massive numbers of time spent on the simulators in iRacing. And don't we just love iRacing, folks? So we'll be back in a minute for more of this article. Dre is the audible iRacers companion. Want to improve your results or get more wins? Download Dre, the digital race engineer. Hit the link in the show notes for a 10% discount. The article continues and it kind of simulates the next bit, which is how many dollars uh, have people, iRacers, us, spent um, just from a membership point of view in 2023. Uh, obviously, the, the number of unique drivers doesn't mean active subscribers, as some people may have not used their membership all year. And others may have only paid for a month on, of clearly in the sim, maybe fell out with it. But hypothetically, at a full price for a year, you'd be looking at a staggering $32,752,390 
um, using those numbers provided by iRacing. If all of those people had signed up for 12 months, and that's without any additional car or track purchases as well. So that is just from a annual paid subscription. 32 million, nearly 33 million. Wow. Shareholders in iRacing, you're loving it. The real figure for membership revenue is likely to be a fair bit lower, especially with regular half-price sales and little things that we see on Black Friday and people letting their subscriptions lapse. But it does show that iRacing has a sustainable long-term business model, despite the fact that the total number of drivers is much less than popular mainstream games, and why it can afford studio and license acquisitions, along with experimenting with releasing a first console game. Another interesting stat which stands out is that there has been 1,565 1,860 events throughout 2023 and around a third have been hosted race meetings. Ranked official events will always be the main option for racing, but it shows how important league racing and one-off hosted events are. Again, this doesn't reveal the typical participation levels, just the events that have taken place. But it will be fascinating to know which private leagues are the most popular for sim racers, especially after racing... uh, uh, myself in in private leagues um and you think about that price for a one hour race when i've organized the community races on our channel and that's Moopar gaming by the way um it is less than half a dollar half a dollar to host a one hour race with your friends your i racing buddies um that's nothing so for me, you know, I'm quite happy to host as many races as possible for the community because the, the benefit clearly outweighs the cost. Um, it's good to know the total number of drivers when thinking about iRacing and how you rank against everybody else. Given the reputation of iRacing as the most competitive and potentially most expensive sim racing service, we're competing against 300,000 of the most committed sim racers in the world, wherever you take part. So that's some facts, folks, about the simulator we all love and get frustrated with at times. But, um, you know, they're impressive figures. Now, we will look back again at hopefully these stats will be released again in 12 months time and we can look at the progression of drivers etc etc and we'll compare the stats to see if iRacing is still on the up and up Our second and final subject matter tonight is an article on motorsportuk.org titled Providing Fair Play in the Virtual World. The divide between real-world motorsport and esports continues to narrow. Famously, we've seen gamers to racers such as Jana Mardenborough and Lucas Ordonez stand on the physical podium at the Le Mans 24 Hours. Then last year, former Carter and eSports star Deegan Fairclough 
She secured, secured a prize driver in the 2003 Rocket British F4 Championship after winning the inaugural Rocket Racing Stars, a competition which took place entirely on state-of-the-art racing simulators. And now the gap between gaming platforms and tangible track sport has tapered still further. While Motorsport UK does does not, will not govern sim racing or any form of racing esports, it does have its own dedicated esports hub to assist with both new and established sim racers. What's more, it is offering an expertise and knowledge accumulated from decades of real-world motorsport to improve fair play in the virtual world racing experience. SimStaff is a leading provider of staffing solutions in the world of digital motorsport, offering everything from broadcasting services through to event operation. With a dynamic presence spanning 15 countries, it provides vital support for distributors, championship organisers, private individuals, I think that should be private individuals and corporate brands across the world. The most prominent sim racing championship to benefit from sim staff support is the Formula One eSports series. The company has also worked with Motorsport UK on, a vari- on various of its events such as the Radical Esports Cup UK and the Book Kicker Brick Car 24 Hours of Silverstone. More interestingly, perhaps SimStaff is engaging qualified Motorsport UK stewards and race officials to help with adjudication of track issues during its virtual events. While the clever software can prevent technical skullduggery, as well as certain clear-cut circuit issues such as track limits and jump starts, racing incidents between competitors often need human analysis, as Josh Martin, the CEO of SimStaff, explains. As much as digital motorsport is new and innovative, it works in a very similar fashion to real-world racing, which is where our close relationship with Motorsport UK comes into play. When there's there is car-to-car contact. We do need the human element to arbitrate on driving standards and there's nobody better qualified in the UK than Motorsport UK stewards. Moreover, the need for experienced officials is probably even more necessary in the virtual world where players tend to take more risks as the costs, both financial and physical, resulting from accidents is obviously vastly reduced. The racing tends to be closer and with smaller margins compared to real racing, so we do see a higher proportion of accidents at Smart in Motorsport UK as a talent pool of experienced stewards who are exceptionally skilled when it comes to the swift analysis of such incidents and applying decisions. We then combine this with our sim racers' knowledge to provide a really balanced judification panel which taps into an understanding of both virtual and real worlds. Similar to VR in football, these decisions are made live by a judging panel, head steward plus two assistants. This jury is based on sight, thus can review all the driver's feeds and come to a quick ruling. The original plan was for Motorsport UK to provide one of its expert stewards, and we would add two sim racers to provide a balance, explained Martin. However, we found several qualified Motorsport UK stewards with sim racing experience 
so they actually make a higher percentage of our stewarding panels. That's great as they can tap into both sides of the coin with their experience and thus balance nicely with our pure sim racers. If competitors still feel they can be unfairly judged, then there is also an appeals process. The appeals panel 2 is made up of both real-world stewards and sim racers and they are based remotely, not least to ensure they can't be influenced by any decision. Martin continued, Once again, they have adopted many of the similar processes that Motorsport UK has in place when governing actual circuit racing. It's partnerships such as this which makes sim racing so realistic. So today it's not only the drivers who are performing in both virtual and real-world motorsports, the crossover is wider than ever. So that's a little article. Again, you'll find that on www.motorsportuk.org. Lots of great information there, and especially a section on uh, esports in the UK, folks. Well, that's the end of another podcast, the first one for 2024. Uh, just want to wish everybody a happy new year. Um, please uh, put a review and tell your fellow iRacers about the podcast. Um, as I said earlier, we will be transitioning to uh, the uh, podcast's own standalone Facebook page throughout January, so that should be up and running, and I'll put the link in the bottom of the show notes. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, I've got ideas for the show. Please send an email to the Lone Road iRacers podcast at gmail.com and the links in the show notes as well. Until then, guys and girls, happy iRacing, and I'll see you on the track soon. <laughs>